On this episode of the Junior Wakefield Show, I have a good friend of mine, DJ Michael Jerome. I believe everyone has greatness in them. As a personal trainer, it's my goal to get people to push themselves and to see the greatness in them that I see. And some people have stories so great, so incredible, I felt the need to share them with the world. Join me as I sit down and talk with some of the people who define greatness in our generation. This is the Junior Wakefield Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Junior Wakefield Show. I'm Junior Wakefield. Back in the 1980s and 1990s, if ever you went out to a dance club or you went out to, or you just wanted to go dancing, wherever you went, one of the people to know was the DJ. You had to know the DJ because they would play your favorite song or you, had, or you got in through the DJ or it was just one of those things that that DJ, a certain DJ played that type of music that you enjoyed. Well, today my special guest and good friend has been a friend for over 30 years, who's been a DJ for over 30 years, is here today to talk about fitness, DJing, the state of music, and the state of DJing. I'd like for everybody to welcome DJ Michael Jerome. Hey, how thank you doing? You guys. Buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Thank good. you for having so what's me. What's been going today. on? Not a whole lot. Still, still DJing. Still DJing. Still DJing, and I'm in my fifties. So if that tells you anything, <laughs> in your fifties and you're still DJing. Still, still doing my thing. No, okay. So let me ask you the question. You're in your fifties. There are DJs now that come out and just push a button and push a button and push a button. But when did you start DJing back in the day? 1986. 1986. In South Padre Island in South Texas. Ooh, the party, ca party capital of Texas, let me say spring that. Spring break, spring break, spring break. There you go. Now, when you, when you were DJing back then, what was the style of music? Now, I was there in the 80s, so I know what type of music. But for the people out there who don't know, what was the style of music back then? You know, it was uh, some raw bass, some Book of Love, uh, It's New Order, Depeche Mode, all that stuff when I was growing up and playing. Wow. Wow. Now, let me ask you a question. How is music back then compared to music today? Back then, it was, it was a different feel. I mean, people were out dancing, enjoying themselves. Now it's a younger generation and it's trap and it's mumble rap and it's going through that whole process. Ooh, he said mumble rap, <laughs> mumble rap. This is the first time, well, since you know, my kids are, are, are older now and you listen and you're like, what did they, they just said one word. And back then to me, back in the 80s and the 90s, they were telling a story. Story, yeah, exactly. That's and they exactly. were telling about different uh, things that were happening in their life oppression and, 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 and freedom and all this other stuff. Nowadays, you talk about one thing, one word. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And it's fun because the beats are a little bit different and the beats, they're catchy beats. But then you, when you listen to the words, you're like, what are you talking about? Now, how do you think, which era do you like? What's your favorite era? You know what? I've been doing it late 80s, 90s. 90s was good. Um, 2000s. You know, it's, it just varies. You know, I, I DJ right now at a place in Frisco 
every Saturday I do their brunch. It's called J. Theodore's off of Lebanon and the Tollway. Now, he just gave a, sh- he just gave a shout out to J. Theodore's. So now, just to let you know, when I come into J. Theodore's, I don't expect to pay a bill because we're giving you free advertising. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? So at that particular time. So now, listen, if everybody goes there this Saturday for brunch, you say you watch the Junior Wakefield show. You tell everybody, you tell the management, tell the staff, you watch, this is how you figured it out, that this is why you came here, because DJ Michael Jerome said, come here on Saturdays and so forth. Now, the reason I'm saying this is I haven't received a check, but I will be receiving something for this. I don't care if it's a free appetizer. I'm catching something. So, and you got, shoot, let's all do this, all right? So go ahead. So now, now back to what you do for brunch. Well, the music I play, it's, it's called Throwback Brunch. So all I play is 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Wow. Now, you're talking about the, the you know, there's some New Jack Swing in there. there like you said, Depeche Mode. I do all that stuff. Oh I even goodness. do Footloose. I do Grease. I oh do, I'm playing remixes of dance stuff, and people are just enjoying the heck out of themselves. That's awesome. That's awesome. And the food is amazing, too. Okay. Which, well, I'll get you a free appetizer. I got you covered. There you go. He's going to get something free. Yeah, I'm I got you covered. I'm getting something free. I got you covered. So I'm telling you, you know what? Let's, you know what? Everybody that watches this show, let's, let's go there on Saturday. If we don't make it this Saturday, we'll make it another Saturday. But make sure you go and you ask for uh, DJ Michael Jerome. As soon as you walk in the door, I'm right there on the right-hand side. Well, as soon go. as you walk in, I'm right there. There you go. Well, we need everybody to say that, so, <laughs> which is good. Now, you've been doing this for a long time. 38 years. How do you keep your mind right? How do you keep your body right? Well, thing is, I don't drink. I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't do drugs. Never have. Mm-hmm. I do one shot on my birthday. That's it. A shot of what? Patron. But, you know, I haven't done it in the last three years. Okay. <laughs> now, that, you say you're in your 50s, so, I mean, that's one of the things that... You is. know, and the whole thing is, is you got to watch what you eat. you got to watch what you put in your body. Mm-hmm. you got to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. And you got to do some type of activity. You can't just sit there and go, okay, I got this, okay. No. Now, the activity that you do is, um, you know, to, to maintain your health, to maintain your mind, to maintain the, your, the level of... Um, because you got to be on top of everything. Everything. You got to be on top of everything. everything. Every type of music, you got to be on top of. Well, and the thing is, is that most DJs, we go to certain websites and we download tracks and you know my library is just crazy i have so much music Mm -hmm. you know you sit there but i'll never have to use it unless i'm doing certain places certain events Mm -hmm. and doing stuff like that so i'm just like okay like i'll wait and i won't monday i don't do anything and when it hits thursday friday all the music that's come out that's when i go do my research and I pull and I listen. And it takes me two, three, four hours to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Saturday, I get ready for Saturday's events and, and go from there. Okay. Now, you're available all throughout the, throughout the week, all throughout. I am. I am. You know, like this coming Saturday, I'm doing the brunch. Then I have a private event from 6 to 10. Then I have another event after that. Okay. Okay. Well, shoot, you can't go wrong with that. I mean, staying busy. Staying exactly. Busy on the, on the, exactly. Now, what's your favorite genre, genre of music? You know, I love house because back in 2005, there was a radio station called KDL 106.7, mm-hmm. and I had four mix shows on that station. Oh, wow. I did the lunch mix Monday through Friday. I did Saturday night live from the club. 
Then I had a Sunday show from 10 in the morning till 12 called House Vibes. And then from, from 12 to 2, I would bang it out and just play nothing but dance music. Okay. And I was on that station for about a year. Then the station switched over. So, so now, when you're, when you're setting up your music, do you set up your playlist, playlist uh, for the night? So what time do you normally start? 10 o'clock. You start at 10 o'clock. So does it, you kind of ease into it, or are you just trying to jump no, into no, it? No, 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 no. This is the thing. A lot of DJs think that, here, I'm going to go in there and play every hit song after every hit song after every hit song. You can't do that. You got to go in, look at the demographic, read the room, mm -hmm. and go from there. You know, people say, oh, I love your playlist. I go, it's not a playlist because I'm choosing what I'm playing. Of course. So it's not a list. And when I mix, you know, I just don't stop, go. It's a smooth transition when I'm mixing. So it's, I start here, I build up the momentum, I build it up. And I'm starting at 10, and I have a four-hour set. Mm -hmm. So I just can't go in and slap them in the face and go, okay, we're going. Yeah, let's, let's, let's just crank it up like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can't do that. So, you know, and I've, I've been, I've DJed at so many places, and people are like, hey, I remember you from, from Humperdinck. So I'm like, I said, that was 1998. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, 1998. Boy. Yeah. And then, and, and it was funny because we were talking about uh, Addison earlier and we were talking about the spots, Broadway Grill. And I was like, oh, oh my 96. God. I was because, there. Yes, because there were so many different, you know, it was, it was different nights where, you know, hey, you go to Broadway Grill on this night, you go to this place on this night. Uh, Sambuca um, exactly. was coming out. Sambuca was out. Do you remember Venice Beach? Oh, come on, Venice uh, Beach. Midway. Oh, 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 man, uh, Midway. Oh, Midway. Oh, and, Midway. And, and, then, and then, if you really wanted to get outside that spot, then you would go to uh, Greenville. Yes. Um, and yes. I forgot the big nightclub that was over there uh, where the DJ booth was up top. It was... Um, you know, Aqu Red Jacket, Aqua Lounge. I mean, there's... No, Aqua Lounge was on down <laughs> Greenville. But, on the, you, you know, boy... Ooh, anybody watching this show and you know you're familiar with that, you know what I'm talking about. But you know, it was it was that because the thing about it is, is each night there was a different vibe that you wanted. True. There was true. something that you wanted. Uh, Broadway Grill, you had a nice DJ, but you also had some live music. Well, I would DJ in between when Emerald City was playing. When Emerald, yep. Emerald City would be playing and I'd do the breaks and and Dino look at me and go, Why you had everybody dancing? And I'm just like, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, but, you know, and, and now they've blown up even more. So, oh, yes. So, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think, you know, what is it? Memphis is still around, you know, with the live Mem music. Oh, my God. They, they are still there. Mm -hmm. Still let you smoke. Yeah. That's well, why just, I can't go. That's yeah, why I can't uh, go. Uh, hey, but you know what? That was the thing back in the days, so, which was good. Let, no, good. let me tell you how much time I spent in the bars. If this tells you anything, my chiropractor, he goes, well, let's do some x-rays. He goes, you have so much secondhand smoke in your lungs. Boy. Mm, mm, mm. I just, I was so happy when they're like, oh, hey, there's no more smoking. I was like, okay, I'm good now. Yeah, boy. Well, you know, it was, uh, it's always amazing that, uh, especially when you and I, way back in the days, when we, you know, when we go back to the Humperdinck days, that you had that, you had that vibe and you had that crowd that you got them going and you maintain that. And everybody knows, because that was the hottest spot at that particular time. And everybody was coming to North Dallas, to Frankfurt and the Tollway, and the, and the lines were out the door, and people want this is that because it was that vibe, you know, that was the that was the place to be because everybody wanted to get out and go to the club. Now, when everybody got out and go to the club and everybody dancing, you had these you had these different songs because as each genre and each uh, generation was going by, there was always a song that everybody 
would dance to that there was a special dance for each song. Yeah. Well, the thing was is that back then it was crazy because the GM of the place, he's like, just do what you do. And I turned around and I started off with like 70s, mm-hmm. 80s, and then I went into the 90s. And then I, that's when I was doing Latin stuff too. And nobody was really doing an open format like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just, here, we just want to hear this and that's all we want. But I was doing a taste of everything, Gypsy Kings, mm-hmm. you know, and the Latin stuff. And, and people are just freaking out, like, where are you from? How are you, what do you know about this music? How are you playing this? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is, you know, I just read the crowd. And like you said, it was a great vibe. It Remember they had the cigar lounge. Up, of course, up top, <laughs> up top. And you look down and people like, and people up there dance and you're like, wow, this is crazy. And the restaurant on the other side where people are like, no, no, we, we crank it up over here too. So what that, being a DJ, be, uh, for me, being in the business of seeing the DJs come and go, because there's a lot of them come and go. But it's very few that have maintained from going from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s to the 2010s. Now we're in the 2020s. Yeah. How do you feel about being one of the very rare that's been, been through all that? All I've done is adapt to my environment. Mm-hmm. You know, and not stay content, because people are like, oh, I really don't want to put in any work. All right, and there's so many DJs like, oh, I'm hanging them up. I'm going to retire. Then they come out, come out of retirement. I'm just mm-hmm. like, don't say you're going to retire. If you're not no, going to retire. Yeah. You know, um, you know, little accolades. You know, like I was voted number one DJ by D Magazine back in 2005, and you know, and several DJs, several friends of mine have been in D Magazine over the years and voted best DJ, and you know, Observer does stuff, and Observer caters to a different type of DJ, because mm-hmm. I've never been in that realm. And mm-hmm. so it's only people that they go from the Dallas area, like mm-hmm. down and deep Ellum and stuff like that. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things, but I mean, I, I just adapt and, and try to entertain people and make sure that they're having a good time. Yeah. You know, and I, for the last six, seven years, I've DJ for the Cowboys too. I've been at the stadium for six years. And this year, because of the corona, uh, they really didn't do DJ up there. Mm-hmm. And I DJed at one of the clubs up there. And it was a great time. I mean, people truly enjoyed themselves. They got out, line dancing. And I showed up three hours before the game, DJ two hours, DJ at halftime, and I left. And it was always a party. And people just... Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Now, how do you keep yourself mentally and physically strong? Um, I try not to be negative. You know, life throws things at you and either you adapt you know I've been blessed my entire life God's always you know there's I see bigger things in your future Mm -hmm. and I'm just you know I'm like okay when it comes you know it comes so Mm -hmm. I I don't the negativity is what's going to kill you and what's going and you know you'll be depressed and you want to do this you want to do that I mean let's say three years ago three four years ago my health I got sick to where I was DJing in Fort Worth, driving to Fort Worth, and I live in Frisco. Mm-hmm. And I was driving to Fort Worth every Friday and Saturday. And I got to the point where I couldn't even stand when I DJed. Mm. And I was just like, I went to the doctor, and I'm just, I said, hey, I said, you know, I'm lethargic, I have this and that. And he's just like, oh, well, we can't find anything wrong with you. Come back and see me in a month. 
And I'm like, okay. So I showed up a month later, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's a bacteria. You know, eat your stomach. Here's some antibiotics. You'll be good. And wow. at that time, I weighed 175. Mm -hmm. I hadn't weighed 175 since I was 21 years old. Wow. Boy. I weigh 175 <laughs> on this half of the body. Or something, cut, something, you know. But anyway, wow. Well, that, that's amazing. But your stamina, to be able to do this for, such, for so many decades, your mindset to continue to keep doing this for so many decades, to see others who, who that you've either trained, you've mentored, you've talked to, kind of go this roller coaster of going high and then all of a sudden go down. And you see the music industry that kind of goes up and goes down. How do you maintain? I'm telling you, you, you got to stay on the grind. You can't give up. And a lot of people, they do that. Plus, nowadays, the younger generation, they'll come in and they'll take your job because they're like, I'll do it for 100 bucks and a bar tab. Mm -hmm. You know, when people used to say my name, they're like, oh, man, he's expensive. First thing that came out of their mouth, Michael Jerome, Dude. he's expensive. You know, but you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. Instead of you sit there and you want to nickel and dime somebody. And, and people don't realize is that when people come to your establishment, they're coming because they're entertained. And you're the main reason. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to compensate you because you're the main reason. They're like, oh, it's not you. We can put anybody here to do your job. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you just push buttons. But it doesn't work like that. And they're making tons and tons of money. And they're just like, yeah, we can't afford to give you a raise because, oh, we got so many other people we have to pay. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and, and I've done it. I've gone into places and built up the revenue, and they've made tons of money. And then I'm like, all right, I'm out. And I, I leave, and the numbers go down. And it's, and it's always happened. And I'm just like, hey, whatever. It is what it is. But I don't hold a grudge. I don't try to be negative towards them. I just move on. Okay. Okay. Now, being a DJ, as, we, as we've talked about throughout the decades, and, and the DJ for yourself, who is a DJ that you looked up to? A gentleman that taught me how to DJ when I was like 16, 17 years old. He lives in San Antonio. And he taught me, because I used to work as a roadie for a DJ service down in, in uh, Brownsville, Texas. And the guy's like, I say, hey, I want to learn how to DJ. He's like, yeah, you'll never learn how to DJ. So one of the DJs in the company, he goes, he goes, I'll teach you how to DJ, Michael. And he taught me. A year later, I won a DJ contest, $1,000 in a job. I was 18 years old, $1,000 in a job. And, and that's all she wrote. From there, it's like I had people come up from South Padre Island. They're like, hey, we want to hire you to come down and do our spring break. Charlie's Paradise is where I first started doing spring break down wow. there. Wow. Then from there, I was there for two years. And I'm talking about, you're talking about, I would start DJing at 6 p.m. to 2 a.m., and I was making $50. <laughs> That's for the love. That's for the love. <laughs> and they were making a million dollars in 30 days. They were only open for 30 days every spring break, making a million dollars, and I'd make $50 a shift, and I'd work six days a week. And they had my DJ booth, and it was open to the deal. They had to put me in plexiglass the second year because I had so many people jumping up, trying to high-five me, get to me. And outside, they had a live band. The owner goes, he goes, I don't know how you do it, 
He goes, you're just kicking the crap out of the band. Nobody wants to be outside. They want to be inside with you. And I was playing ACDC, the Madonna, the Prince, the Raw Bass. I'm playing all the fun party stuff. Wow. And people are just eating that stuff up. I was there for two years. And I go, I need a raise. <laughs> and he goes, oh, no. And I said, okay, I'm done. And I went over to a place called Bermuda's on the Bay. Awesome place. Awesome place. And they killed it. I was there from for about three years, three, four years. And I came, I came up to Dallas area back in 1990. Mm, mm, mm. Incredible. So what do you have for today? If, you're talk, if you look into the camera and you talk to anybody out there, a young DJ, a DJ, any motivational tips, any, any, any words of wisdom that you would have to give to any DJ out there or anybody that's inspiring to be a DJ or anybody that's inspiring to do parties and different things like that. What words of wisdom would you, DJ Michael Jerome, who's been, this, been in this business for decades, what words of wisdom would you give him? I would just tell you, do not give in to the critique of other people telling you that you can't do something. You know, you have, there's a will, there's a way. You know, and I've trained DJs. I trained a female DJ, and she's amazing. And she, she went through that. She's been to China on tour. She, she's really good, you know, and people will always hate on you. I have more people talk crap about me all the time. So I'm just like, hey, more power to you. And that's about it. You just got to stay focused and stay on your game. Wow. So being focused on your game. Now, tell every, how, how can everybody find you on social media? Uh, Instagram, it's DJ Michael Jerome. And Facebook, DJ Michael Jerome. And if you go to my website, it's michaeljeromeinc.com. And I have a little link at the top of the page. And you can download some of my mixes and take a listen to what I do. And then I have a calendar at the bottom that tells you where I'm at every weekend. There you go. Wow. Well, that's pretty awesome. Uh, you know... DJing is an art, DJing is a sport, and people use it. In other countries, it's amazing where they have many different contests and so forth. And for, for you, for us knowing each other for a long period of time and seeing the things that you've done, to see the growth, to see your, your album and album of music and different things like that. Now, one of the things that I do like about DJ Michael Jerome is in the middle of his mix, the world's greatest DJ, DJ Michael Jerome. And it cracks me up because you're in the middle of a good song and next thing you know, you're like, yeah, and you're like, and you're like, okay, come on, get it over with. Hey, you remember me, that's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> that's it, you do, we, you remember you, you so, know, which is good. I've had so many drops made. One of my favorite is a, a woman, she's like, she goes, Michael Jerome, tall, dark, handsome. Yeah, let me guess who wrote this. Maybe Michael Jerome himself. <laughs> yeah, you're hot. What else you got? You know, so I'm just like, it's all a gimmick. It's all self-marketing. That's why everything has my name. Yeah, everything. You everything. know, and that's, that's what I do. And people are like, hey, you know, can I get one of those T-shirts? You know. There you go. Hey, you got you to gotta do it all. So, which is awesome. Michael Jerome, anybody you want to give a shout out to before we get off? Um... No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I have nobody. I mean, the guys at J. Theodore, they're incredible people. The owners of it. You heard that, J. Theodore. Derek right? and Cherie are great people. 
make sure that when I go into Jade Theodore, that I'm because we're advertising for them. What? I'm, I'm expecting something. I'm expecting something. If, if it's a free appetizer, it better be bottled water. Something. I'm just saying. Something. So, okay. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Any any other shout outs? Um, no, man. I'm good. Go to my website. Uh, take a listen to some of the mixes. Uh, sign up on my fan page. Drop me a line if you need something. I do private events. I do whatever you you need. You know, so I have somebody asking, hey, put some music together for a baby shower. And I'm like, okay. So Sure. <laughs> sure. Some baby's going to be jamming and dancing. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're going to be so. doing, doing the new dance and so forth. Well, good. Man, it is awesome. It is awesome to have you on the show. It's awesome to see you. Um, it, it, it's amazing. I, we go back and we think about so many different times and, and, and dances and, and spots because, you know, most of the people that we were with, now or in their 50s when they're kids or out dance well some kids some may have grandkids so which is which is pretty awesome so thank you very much for being on hey the my show. pleasure thanks for having me it's always great it, catching up with you most definitely and uh you know hey guys you know please check out michael jerome check out his website check out all of his uh social media pages uh keep checking out mine you know the junior wakefield show uh checking out what's on your plate michael's gonna sit here uh, a little bit and we're gonna do the uh what's on your plate so I'm kind of pumped and excited about that. He gets to taste a little bit of my cooking, uh, just like everybody else. So, which is, I'm, re I'm really excited about it. Guys, thank you guys for watching the Junior Wakefield Show. I give a shout out to my son, Zachary. Uh, keep fighting. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to the family. Shout out to everybody that watches the Junior Wakefield Show. Shout out to Jeff Curley and the staff here at Real News PR, because this has given me the platform to be able to share my thoughts and also the thoughts of some incredible champions that I've had on the show. So, guys, please stay tuned. Check out the next Junior Wakefield show coming out next week. I got a really good surprise for you. Uh, please stay tuned and watch What's on Your Plate. Thank you guys for watching the Junior Wakefield show. I'm Junior Wakefield, along with my special guest and co-host, Michael Jerome. Thank you, guys.